I tell us all the time, we're not home yet. Don't get stuck on the troubles down here. We're not home yet. People questioning the goodness of God because of the stuff that is happening. We're not home yet. This isn't the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is in us. And we are in the enemy's land. But if you know Jesus, one of these old days, he'll welcome you home. Hallelujah. With all the trouble, with all the hell, this best not be your home. <laughs> I hope it's not your home. Lord, even now, as we continue on in this series, maybe today I'll get to the end of Joseph, but not to the end of the series. <laughs> we are still finding ourselves in Christ. And let me add this. And many times, the germination of the seed of our identity happens in the crushing. <laughs> Many times we really don't know who we are till God cracks the outside. Because the real you is on the inside. And he has to break our stubbornness our self-will, our own determination, our own ideals of who we think we are, the idols that we have set up, the images that we have set up of ourselves. And until God gets through the heart and shell of our hearts, even being saved, we never become who we are created to be in Christ Jesus. That's why the crushing. That's why in the psalmist said, it was good that I was afflicted because in the affliction, I discovered something. How many here, you would not be who you are today, if you had not been, if you had not gone what you've gone through. Hallelujah. The, the, the ideal I want to bring this morning is seeing the promise by faith. I love the first song that they said. They said, they said I, I, I feel God moving, that you sense him in your spirit. Before you see anything happen, there's some things that you ought to know in your spirit. <laughs> you just know that you know that you know, and you can't even show nobody. Why? Because it's not on the outside, it's on the. God is moving. Our text that we're going to come from, I haven't started preaching yet. <laughs> 
2 Corinthians 7 through 11. We'll stop when I say it's time to stop. We have this treasure of God, this born-again seed and nature of God. God has put his spiritual DNA in us if you're born again. You now have the nature of Christ in you and the Holy Spirit in you. It does not appear who you really are. His holiness, his righteousness, his nature is in you. He, 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 he put his seed in you. The day that you accepted Christ. And he placed it in earthen vessel. He didn't change you on the outside. He changed you on the inside. That the, watch this, that the excellency of the power. Tell, turn to your neighbor, I got power in me. I got the power of God in me. Because God is in me. God and the Holy Spirit is in me. May be of God. And that you know it's not of you. So there in life, we are hard pressed. On every side. But not completely crushed. We, we are perplexed. But not in despair. It, it can't take my hope. I won't let you take my hope. I still have an expectation on the table. Persecuted, talked about, made fun of because of your faith, because of your walk, but because of Jesus not forsaken. <laughs> Struck down. Life will hit you and strike you down, but yet it did not, will not destroy you. Always caring about in the body the dying of Christ, but also knowing he rose, and when he rose, I got up. So the life of Christ is in us. That's it, that's it. Father, even now, Release your power, release your spirit, release your word, give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear, Lord, even now, Lord, even now, Lord, even now, amen. If you're not walking your daily life by faith, if Christ is not in your everyday everything, if you don't see the word of God as relevant and you are trying to walk by his principles every day, then you're not experiencing the power of God in your life. The power of God is not 
by what you don't go through. It is seen by that he keeps you though you are going through. And you go through differently than other people who don't have Christ. Uh, the power of God should be you don't know how you made it. <laughs> and when you look back over your life, you know you should have cracked up. You know you should have lost your mind. You know you shouldn't have made it. And you look back over your life and you know now it was nobody or nothing but the power of God that kept you. Let me speak to some people that's going through the crushing. Isn't it amazing that though everything is going wrong, you still can have joy? Isn't it amazing that if you keep your mind on Jesus, you still got peace? Isn't it amazing that with all the hell going on, it feels like it's happening to somebody else, but it's really happening to you, but you don't feel the heat of it. <laughs> There's a place in walking by faith that you know you're coming out. Oh, I didn't hear that. No, no matter how, how, how deep it gets, no matter how bad it gets, you know that God's not finished yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, don't clap yet. No matter how long it takes. There's a difference between being buried and planted. God works with seeds and harvest. Everything is based on seeds and harvest. He does not have to keep creating because procreation keeps the first thing keeps going. The first tree has seeds. The first flower has seeds. The, the first man or woman has seeds. So that once he set it in cycle, it keeps replenishing itself. If you are born again, there's a seed in you that God is trying to bring out. And he will use negative circumstances, negative people, your hurt, your sorrows, your tears. To, to, to water the seed. You don't believe me? Turn to Isaiah 61. This is what Jesus quoted when he came and he pronounced his, his, his ministry in Luke 4, 18. They handed him the scroll of Isaiah and when he opened it up, it was right there, and this is really the ministry he started. We're good on salvation. We're bad on soul healing. 
Oh, y'all, 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 y'all need to hear me. Now, I'm not going to get done with Joseph today. God wants us to trust him. And no matter how bad it looks on the outside, your faith is the most important thing about you. Your faith will get you to your purpose. Your faith will get you where God wants you. I got a question. Who are you looking at or what are you looking at? What, 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 what have you focused your gaze on? Because if it's not the things of God, you're missing it. Yeah. Oh, can I step into this? Yeah. You can be saved and then saved for 80 years and still be a baby Christian. Making it in the door. You, you expect growth from a baby. Every time you see that baby, it's getting bigger and heavier. And something happens where that baby is not growing week by week, sometimes day by day. You need to go check it out. I see that baby. Every week, good baby, sitting up there. But you know what? He looks like he's growing every week. If that baby in the natural is growing weekly, shouldn't we be growing weekly? Shouldn't our faith be getting stronger? Shouldn't our, what's going Shouldn't we look more like Jesus? I'm going to go there, Lord. Okay. Some of us can't wait till we get old and nasty. That's our goal. We think when we get old, we have the right. My question is, who are you looking at? How, how, how in the hell is that your goal? When you're on your way to heaven, not hell. Where did we miss this? How did we regulate this to religion and that relationship with our Savior. There's no way you can walk with him and remain the same. There's no way you can know him in relationship and not change. There's no way that you're getting deep with him and you still got the nasty attitude Mama was like that. I don't care if grandmama was like that. You don't have to be like that. Not when you're finding yourself in him. 
when you're getting to know him. Not when you have relationship with the God who died and rose for you. Isaiah 61. I went through this and I, I circled all the negative stuff. And the reason why I circled the negative stuff, because I realized all the negative stuff in this text is what we're buried in. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He came for, listen, the brokenhearted. Those that are captives. Those that are in prison. Those that are bound spiritually, emotionally. He came for those that are mourning. He said, mourning Zion. He came for those whose life is ashes. He came for those that are mourning and have no joy. He came for those that have spirit of heaviness. He came for those that is in ruins and desolation. We think salvation, that Jesus has came to, 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 to pave our way to heaven. He did that. But he also came to heal our broken souls. The Greek word for a broken heart is shattered. When Jesus quotes that in Luke 4, 18, it is shattered. That means so fragmented that you can't put it together and nobody else can put it together. So you know what that tells me? That, that nobody else can complete you but Jesus. Oh, he completes me. Oh, she completes me. You may compliment one another, but if, if we are so shattered that we don't even know what piece fits with another piece, and we can't even see the shatteredness, then, then it takes only God who knows us. You know what's so amazing about God? He knows exactly where we've been hurt at. He knows exactly how to speak into you. See, 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 the reason why a lot of young people don't want church no more is because it's not that they don't believe that there's a God, it's that our messages are irrelevant. See, see, we don't want somebody stepping where we are. We don't want somebody exposing our hearts. But until your heart get exposed, it can't get healed. The purpose of question at the supper it was good that I was afflicted because in my affliction, God taught me, God showed me. I, my ears became open, my heart became open. In my affliction, I let God in. Then we have the nerves to get upset at God. Because things 
hasn't gone the way we planned. Been there. You know what I'm learning? I don't know nothing. And the more I realize I don't know, the more I go to God for the answer. You know, you know what? Can, can I help us? God is not interested in our opinions. He's not interested in what we think we know. And the sooner we let go of control, the sooner we recognize that we can't do it. Wait a minute, the scripture says I can do all things. Keep on reading with Christ that strengthened me. So what it means is get out the way and let Christ. Look at Joseph. He's in a place that he never dreamed of. Now he has to see that, that, that he's going to be in He's going to be leading, that he, he's going to be over his brothers, that he's going to save his family. But, but the, the vision doesn't look like where he is. Do not get discouraged when God takes you the long way around. God has to take us through the valley, in the desert, in the furnace because he's preparing us for the promise. If Joseph would have got the promise when he was 17, he probably would have had his family killed because of what they did to him. Until you are ready to let go of all the hurt of all the disappointment, and forgive. Yeah, but if I forgive, they're, they're getting away with it. Well, your unforgiveness ain't hurting them, it's hurting you. Here he is, sold in slavery, lied in, in prison, then in prison, forgotten. Uh, do, do, do you... Do you think, and the Bible don't tell us this, but don't you think he's going through mental gymnastics? Don't you think he's questioning God? Don't you think he got to deal with the hurt, with the pain, with the suffering? Listen, that is real. Some of us act like we don't go through that. That's a lie from hell. It's not in the wrestling. It's how you come out of the wrestling. It's not in the questioning. If you go through the Psalms, David and the Psalms are questioning God all the time. They are saying, you forsake me. You, you left me. Jeremiah said, you tricked me. You deceived me. That they are real. They are respectful. They are real with what they feel. And that's why I say to people, go to God and be for real with him. Then God will be for real with you. He will change your perspective. 
ability not to lose sight of God's promise to him no matter what God allowed him to go through. There's a, show me that, 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 that picture that says the process, that talks about the crushing. I think I got that up there. It's, uh, there it goes. Sister Minnie sent this. It's always remember this. Now, it says, grapes must be crushed in order to make wine. Diamonds are formed under pressure. Olives are pressed to release its oil. Seeds grow in, I think it says, the darkness. Whatever you feel crushed, under pressure, pressed in darkness, you are, a, you are in a powerful place of transformation. Now that last statement, I disagree. Don't trust the process, trust the God of the process. <laughs> you, you gotta come to the place that you know God is, God loves us. God is for us. God has a purpose for us. And many times, the seed Feels like it's buried, but it's planted. Look at Isaiah 61. Look at, at, look at verse, look at verse 3. It says, to, to counsel those who moan in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, oil for joy for mourning, a garment of praise for the spirit of heaven. He said, they are called the trees of righteousness. The planting. The planting. You know what that means? Regardless how you started, in spite of what you've been through, God planted you there. <laughs> took, me, took me some time to, to deal with this, but, but now I'm at the place I recognize for me, for me, I needed to go through everything I've been through to become who I am. My experience with God has come out of the brokenness of my life so that I will know that God is a healer. We, we need to change the way we, we see God. We need a, a paradigm shift because we have taken the American promise as God's promise. Everybody have a house, a white picket fence, and a Benz in the driveway. Try preaching that in Africa. Try preaching that in Haiti. Try preaching that in Ukraine. God talks about, I will bless you, but I will bless you on the inside. Then as I lift you, show, show me those, those seeds. Show me, show me those seeds. Show me those seeds. You never stop, start with fruit. You start with seeds. 
By the shape of those, you should know those are apple seeds. God has a divine seed in you that he's trying to bring out of you, but you got to work with him. I believe that here Joseph is in 13 years. He, he, he don't like where he's at, but God was processing. God was watering. God was working on what he put in it. Show me the next. You know what's happening? That's called germination. But watch this. That happens under the soil. You still don't see nothing yet. So when germination takes place in your spirit, you feel it. Though nothing has changed. I want to know, is anybody in the house, you feel something. You know there's been a shift, but nothing has changed. It's still still the same, but the shift has happened within you. And, and, and you don't understand what has happened when the seed don't went pop. And if you tell somebody who don't know the process, they think you done lost your mind. You got to be careful who you talk to. You got to be careful who your counselors is. Because if they're not walking in the spirit, they can't help you walk in the spirit. If all they walk in the flesh, they can't see what you see. They can't understand what you understand because they refuse to open up their spiritual eyes. And no matter how you try to explain it, it comes by illumination because you're walking with Jesus. Show me the next picture. Now you start seeing outward things happen, but it's still not the promise. You know what this is? It's handfuls of blessing that help you in the way. Joseph is working, and no matter where you where God puts him at, he is faithful. And over four times it says, God is with him. And everybody sees that God is with him. So they keep on, he keeps rising to the top in a bad situation. Uh, somebody didn't hear that. Listen, in a bad situation, still God will let you flourish. God will still show evidence that he's with you. God will still bless other people through you. Here's the butler and, and, and the chef comes down and he see that they sat and instead of soaking in his own misery, he's asking them, what's wrong with you? Let me help you. See, you, you still got to be a blessing no matter where you find yourself. You ought to be ministering to people, helping people, serving people, because that's why he called you. If you can't serve people when you down, then you can't serve them when you up. Faithfulness begins right where you're at. 
You show God you trust him by the way you talk. You got to have a positive perspective. God, you ought to see God in everything. You got to filter everything through God. And when you don't understand, you ought to say, Lord, I don't understand, but I trust you. I love you. I know that you still got more in me, so even though I got a bad report, this isn't my end. And even if it is, I'm going home. You you are in a win-win situation. As long as you're down here, y'all say, I'm going to serve him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to serve other people. I'm going to show everybody how good he is. But when he called me home, I made it home. Here he is, and, 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 and overnight, he, he is, even after the butler forgot him, two years, overnight, God doesn't have to take long to change your situation. So you know what that means? You have to be ready to rise at any moment. You got to have your spiritual bags packed. That you're ready to step into your destiny. Because when God, that's why, that's why, that's why, you don't get ready when you get there. You, you was ready before you got there. So that when you get there, it's like you already knew you was going to be there. How can I say? You don't become a wife when you become a wife. You start being wifey before you marry. Because just because you married don't mean you're a wife. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. And vice versa with husband. Here he is, and he brought up before Pharaoh, and Pharaoh in one moment said, I see the Spirit of God on you. You told me it's God that's given you this gift. You're going to be more powerful than anybody else except me. And even I'm not going to do nothing without consulting you. He named his, his, his first child Manasseh and named his second one Ephraim and, 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 and says that in my sorrow, God has blessed me. He has made me forget. You know what God would do if you allow him? He will bless you, connect it to your past, and make you forget what you've gone through. Amen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Forget means that you can't remember, but the blessing of it is so much greater than what happened that you start praising God that it happened. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. When God begins to use you, when you let go and let God, God will turn it around because he would not allow it to happen if he wasn't planning on using it. And if he uses you in that, he's going to bless you in it. And when he blesses you in it, the blessing is bigger than the hurt. 
And many times the reason why we don't see that because we still holding on to the mess instead of emptying our hands and getting ready for the blessing. Show that picture of the eagle. Show that picture of the eagle. It's a drawing, it's a rendering. Number one, that one shows how big a, a golden eagle can be. But what, look at this eagle. You know what it's doing? It's soaring. You know why it's soaring? Because it has set its eyes on the light. <laughs> he has set, he is drawn towards the S U N. You and I need to set our sights on the S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, God don't want no chickens. He called you to be an eagle, which means that you don't flap your wings with gossip and bitterness and complaining and negative. That's chicken talk. You shouldn't be messed up in mess. You may fall in mess, but you get back up because you recognize I'm not a chicken. You, you get out of the mess and say, I don't belong in the chicken coop. I want to stretch my wings and I'm going to fly. Listen to the Jewish people in Isaiah 40 because they are complaining, saying that God has forgotten them, that God don't see what they're going through. And God begins to answer back in verse 28. He said, have you not known? Have you not heard? Don't you know who I am? Don't you know how bad I am? Don't you know I'm the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of all the ends? But I started at the end, went back to the beginning, and then I said, let there be. How can I say this? Except for your blessing is already before you. But you got to be looking in the right direction. You got to keep focused on the one that's going to bless you. He says, he says, he gives power to the faith. Yeah. Hallelujah. He said, and those that grow weary, there's no searching of his understanding. God said, I know, I made it, I understand, I got it. So why you worrying about it? No, I worry, no, I understand. My worry and your worry mean we ain't trusting him. We're denying who he is. Something happens when you make up your mind that you're going to trust him till the end. Something happens. All of a sudden, new strength comes. All of a sudden, new power comes. All of a sudden, you start praising God from the inside. Nothing has changed, but you find yourself in conversation with him. All of a sudden.
you. God will wake you up out of your sleep and you hear your own self singing and praising. You'll be like my little grandson, lifting up holy hands in your sleep. I want to know, is there anybody who has set their eyes on the Lord? He said that you will lift up wings like an eagle. That, that you, shall, you, shall, you shall be strengthened. You will be like that eagle that knows where he's going, who knows his strength comes from the sun, that knows that God is your everything, that knows that in Christ Jesus, you won't just make it, you will overcome. You will be victorious, that you will be planted for his glory. That is all about him. God planted you and he will lift you for his name's sake. I'm done. He has his name on us. So he don't lift us just only for our sake. He lifts us for his glory. He wants people to see how good he is to those who trust him. And even when folks think you're crazy, plant your feet and stand with all hell break loose and you can't move forward. Plant your feet and stay there. Then start worshiping, start praising, start saying thank you, I love you, I trust you, you're a mighty God, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting till my change comes. For your glory, for your name's sake, know what would begin to happen? Small things will start changing around you. It seems like it's not connected to the promise, but it's handfuls to keep you engaged that you know it's coming to turn, turn to somebody. My change is coming. My blessing is coming. My Jesus is coming. Do you know him? In the house, have you accepted him? Do you need to renew your faith because with all that is happening through the pandemic and everything, you are spinning out of control. See, faith is not and what so much you do because it's routine. It's how you act when you're all by yourself. It's how you talk in the quietness of your heart. It's what you allow to fill your mind with. 
Now I discover it takes more prayer, more diligence, the more the things are going wild. To stay focused. Which means that you got to increase what you got to do to stay focused. The 400 number is for those that's, that's, that's watching us. Call that number and someone will call you back. Whether you need prayer or whether you need to accept Jesus. And just accept that Jesus said, Lord, I believe that you died for my sins and you rose again. Lord, come into my life. And if you mean that, he'll come in. The change will happen. You will become pregnated with his spirit. You don't have to be in the church, in your bedroom, in your living room, right where you're at. Let him in. Ask them to come in. In the house, they will talk with you. Give God some praise. Just, 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 just give God some praise. Just thank him now because he got his hands on you. He is with you. He is for you and that he loves you. Father, even now, keep your hands on us. Let us know, Father, that especially in the crushing, you make, you give a manifestation of your presence. Oh, you good. Not just sometimes, you're good all the time. Lord, you're so real. Help us to set our eyes on you. Help us to know you got us. You love us. That you are for us. And you got purpose. You got destiny with our name on it. Lord, glorify yourself through us, your children. Lord, even now, we praise you, we thank you, we love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Give God some praise in the house. Bless him with your mind.